You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi again, everybody, with Tribe Manager Terry Francona. This is Tom Hamilton. The Manager's Show, it's brought to you by KeyBank. That's the official banking home of the Cleveland Indians. The Tribe looks for another sweep of the Detroit Tigers in one of those ball games last night, Tito, where both ball clubs could say afterwards, woulda, coulda, shoulda. The bottom line is you found a way to win, and Corey Kluber got out of a couple of huge jams and is starting to get on that roll, it looks like, that you keep talking about. Yeah, I was, one, really pleased because it gave us a good chance to win last night which is always your number one goal. But I think moving forward, I think he's situated now where you're going to see a consistent Kluber, which bodes really well for us. Um, because he he has the ability to be consistent at a high level, which is really good. Last night, for instance, Mickey came out of the bullpen and said, man, he, he's sharp. You know, he said his off-speed stuff is as good as I've seen. Had a good first inning. Second inning, when he had pitched out of the stretch, he lost the strike zone for a little bit. To his credit, man, he bared down and didn't give up a run. Then we have a miscue where, you know, the uh, ball's hit pretty well to center, but Nate doesn't find the wall and it falls in, and all of a sudden he's got to pitch again. Now he got some help with Uribe. Uribe did a really good job looking the runner back and then not only getting the force but turning the double play, and then Kluber took over. And he gets back to the little things, Terry, that you keep preaching. You only had one inning to score runs, and by golly, you did. And then the little things that you talk about, Uribe making a play defensively, good situational hitting. Um, it, I know it sounds simple, but it, but it's it's not the easiest way to have to always play. No, and you know what? It, it like That one inning is a good example. We ran the bases really well. I mean, things that I think you'd overlook. Brantley on, on – on, let me just think. I want to make sure I get this right. On Napoli's ball to right field, it was kind of a high fly ball. Mm-hmm. It was fading down line. Brant wanted so bad to go, but he just couldn't quite gauge if it was good. So he 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 went about halfway, but you could just see it was tugging on him. But because he's an experienced good base runner, he didn't just sell out because that would have probably been wrong. Um, our guys went to second on throws to the plate. You know, they got themselves in position where they could do it because the one throw was right to the cutoff man. But because guys are going hard out of the box, it allows them to gain 90 more feet. And in the middle of an inning, when you keep doing things like that, it gets a little contagious. Well, you've got a chance to go for the sweep tonight. Trevor Bauer makes his second start. And now he can kind of get back into a routine, can't he? Yeah, this is where I think now, you know, it's to the point where, you can pitch count. Don't worry about it. Just the game will dictate or how he's pitching, you know, things like that. Uh, the pitch count to me, and we talk about this all the time, it, it's there for good reasons because you get to know your guys, and when they get to a certain number, you want to make sure they're still doing some things. But it really is just one indicator. You know, the way – what it really tells me more than anything is – when a guy's got a high number of pitches in a short amount of innings, that means that hitters are seeing a lot of pitches. So when they come around that third or fourth time, they're getting more dangerous. Terry, what is the key for Trevor? What can get him to that level that Kluber and Carrasco and Salazar have gotten to? Well, I think his stuff is just fine. I think he is evolving probably even in his own mind. And 
you know, at times probably frustrated with the process and wants it to be quicker. But I think command of the fastball with not just Trevor, but any pitcher, and it sets up your secondary pitches. It makes you have more wiggle room with your breaking ball. If you're at one Oh, and you throw a breaking ball, that might spin on If you're a one, and you throw a decent breaking ball, and all of a sudden you got a swing and miss or a defensive swing. It all goes hand in hand when you work ahead in the count. But you have Chris Jimenez catching him tonight. Chris, of course, just joining the ball club. How tough is that for somebody that's new to the ball club catching a guy like that? Well, and you know what? That's a good point you make. And we told him last night so he could sit with Trevor during the game and watch the game and talk about things together. And that was part of why we did it. You know, we got to try to plan days for Gomes, and if we do it today, I again, again, all things equal, nothing happens. He should be able to catch the weekend. And I think with Trevor, because he, you know, he throws so many balls in the dirt, you know, he 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 can beat up a catcher. I think having the guy that's sitting there and is fresh and has energy and can put all his time into Trevor, I think, can really help. And you have Rajay Davis leading off. Now it is a right-hander you're facing tonight. Carlos Santana, you've dropped down to the number six spot. And that's probably just for tonight. I just, you know, I know that there's going to be some movement at times. And originally when I came in last night, I put Carlos in there. And then the more I looked at the lineup, you know, the one thing we I, I try probably fight is having balance and also having the lineup that can beat the starting pitcher. Because sometimes I think you can make a mistake trying to get too much balance and you look up in the seventh <laughs> and you're balanced, but you haven't scored. But it just we were just like left, right, left, right, or left switch, left switch, and then right, 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 and that didn't look good. That sets up too easy for their bullpen. Having Rajay lead off, and he's done fine against right-handers, then it gives us balance all the way through the order. That is Tribe Manager Terry Francona. That's your Key Bank Manager Show. This is Tom Hamilton inviting you to stay tuned for tonight's finale. The Indians and the Tigers coming up on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 